The following talk was recorded at Label the Planet 2021 Empowering Users, the annual conference on current issues in ethics, social justice and technology from the Free Software Foundation. Label the Planet is a live conference and speakers often use slides and other visual tools to assist their presentation. You can see the videos of these talks at media.libreplanet.org or on the FSF Peertube channel. Label Planet speakers do not represent the mission of the Free Software Foundation. We host speakers talking about their use of free software in different kinds of political and commercial work. The FSF supports their freedom, but does not take positions on any political issues other than those necessary to uphold the principles of free software. Like all the FSF's work on behalf of the grievance of all computer users, Nemo Planet is made possible by thousands of individuals. To keep our work going, please consider becoming an associate member via my.fsf.org join or making a donation at my.fsf.org donate. You can stay informed by subscribing to our newsletter, The Free Software Supporter, at fsf.org fss and for more information on LibrePlanet, you can visit libreplanet.org conference. Glad you're here. Yes. All right. So I'm going to have, um, so this next section now, we're going to do some collaborative work. I'm going to have Jaime is going to introduce, uh, introduce this tool. We may practice on it and then um, give us instructions and move on. So go ahead, Jaime, take over. Okay, everybody. So this is Excaldraw. Uh, you can find it at excaldraw.com. However, we want you to, what you're seeing in, in my shared, screen here in big blue button, you can access directly via this link I'm about to put into the chat. So Excalibur Draw, if you haven't seen it before, is a collaborative drawing program. It's a free Libre open source software program. Uh, they have more details about uh, its development in, on GitHub up in the top right hand corner. Uh, but today we're going to use it to collaboratively uh, elaborate a internet timeline of important movement events and important events in, in well, in all of our respective movements and including the free software movement. Uh, we want to plot those over time. So as you're joining, you can see small arrows moving around. Each of those cursors represents one of your users. You can sign a, yourself a username up in the top right hand corner by clicking on the uh, one of the bubbles with the question mark. Um, there are several tools for drawing in Excaldraw. The only ones we really need to use today, however, will be the line tool and the uh, text tool. The line tool, you can find uh, all of the, the tools at the top center of the screen. Uh, and the line tool is the six from left to right, and it looks like a little dash. And then two icons over is the text tool represented with the letter A. So clicking on each, either of those will give you a tool to, and then you can click on the white space to begin editing. So all of us can make edits to, to this screen now, hopefully. And what we want to do today is uh, begin adding, uh, oops, well, we just got a, well, an extra, some extra stuff. Well, there's an example. Uh, we just we, we got some stuff loaded in. Uh, I think this is from a previous saved uh, version, but this is an example of how people have added ex uh, new information to the timeline. Uh, 
we are going to ask all of you to kind of just uh, you can you can start drawing directly on the timeline draw a line and add a, and add text add a date and the specific moment in history that you want to reference you can we can talk about it as we go and you can talk to each other in the chat uh, but we want to i think we want to go ahead and let everyone start is that right alice yes yes you can go add things in there you can even raise a question um, like even the future, like what should we be doing? So you can even add a question if you'd like. So if you want to give me one second, I'm going to reload the, uh, the, the, the clear version of it. I don't know how this one suddenly came back with the previous changes, but did that work? It did not. No, you may well, have to let's... share it. Yeah, I'm not sure why, but that's fine. They, they can, um. You can still add to it. Yeah, I'm going to clear some of them out of their space, uh, but they can keep. They can just keep going. I'm going to leave some of these because they're good. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so take some time and add some things. Even just write a question if you have a question, and then what we'll do is we'll um, we'll open up for discussions or anything else that we'll take a look at it and. Uh, open it up for discussion. So let's take a few minutes and do that. You're Feel free also, I want to give you, since usually we do this in a breakout room, but it's just us. So feel free also to uh, unmute yourself if you've got a question or um, anything else you want to particularly say. You can, you can do that if you have a question about uh, using this tool to be able to add. All right, and we did forget to mention that this works out better in Firefox, apparently. The, the speed of communication between the different nodes works better. Uh, so again, the, what, we're, what we're doing here is we're adding events on the timeline, significant events in our respective movement histories. Uh, if you want to focus on the free software movement, uh, you can do so. Any other movements that you, you feel uh, an affiliation with. Another tip, um, you know, obviously you can make the screen smaller, but another tip if let's say your screen looks big and you're trying to get space, if you use the space bar and then drag your mouse, you can move around the screen. So the space bar and drag the mouse, you can move around the screen so that you can make it a little bit bigger to read and uh, and then add your pieces there. Yes, and also there's a there are zoom buttons uh, on the left bottom left hand corner. You can zoom in and out and reset the zoom, and you can directly enter a percentage if you'd like. Again, feel free if you have any questions or any issues with trying to add things to the timeline. Yes, you can still be thinking about it. Um, you can think about things that happened in the past where there were some cross sections or things we need to map. Like, is there anything missing on the timeline you want to add? Or you can like zoom out to the future and what do you think we should be doing? Um, what should be the focus of uh, free software technologists? Like, how do how does our work impact? Um, ongoing movements and then the future of free software technology. What does that 
what is that? What should it look like? What do we want it to look like? So you can also add questions or thoughts about that. Yes, also feel free to go totally sci-fi with this and you can mark yes. events in the distant future where some some utopian utopian dream of ours finally is realized. Jamie's moving the timeline. <laughs> Jamie's moving time. <laughs> He's extending the time. I know. I, I tried to extend it first, and then I ended up moving it, which wasn't my... I wasn't trying to be a time machine. <laughs> uh, I have a question, if, if I may ask one. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, is, is, there, is there any way to move around this uh, drawing efficiently uh, other than holding your middle mouse button? Can you be more specific? What, what is it that you'd like oh, to... Okay. Um, well, uh, when I press shift and scroll, I uh, will move to the uh, left on the, uh, or the right, depending on uh, which way I, I scroll. But it's a little bit slow. Can I make it uh, do it faster? Or uh, I'm not sure if there's. Is there any difference in the speed of doing of using the shift and scroll to uh, pressing the the space bar and clicking with the left mouse button to move around. Oh, I can I press the space. Quite space. Okay, okay. Uh, that that was what what I was, what I was looking for. Thank you. Great. And I see, uh, I see a couple of folks that just joined. I see Amelia is in the room, and um, uh, we are. I just posted the link to the Excaladra that we're all collaboratively working on, uh, and I think uh, there's Derek in here too. So I just want to make sure that you have access. So I put the link again to the um, and Firefox works best. We're using Excaladra, uh, and folks are just adding. Uh, maybe there's things that are missing on this timeline, this relationship to the internet, particularly some of the work that's been done in the movements. And then also thinking about the future, uh, whether it's, uh, as, as Jaime puts it, sci-fi, you know, is it utopic, dystopic, or what is the role of uh, uh, free software technologists or free software? Um, great. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, thank you, Bandal. I, I did enter the wrong one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've seen some good stuff in here. The FSF is founded. 
There's something about um, proprietary software on tablets in prisons. Yeah, this is looking great. Nice work, everyone. So I see there is an addition for the CIVI CRM major database tool for movement organizers launched. I think that's in 2004, right? Or before that, maybe it's 2000. Can't remember the year CIVI CRM yeah, launched. I don't, I don't remember the year either. Sometime around there. Well, we'll look that one up. That's a good one. Uh, let's see. I like the link to, not sure when, but in the future, activists gradually shift from cent centralized proprietary apps to things like Matrix and XMPP. Yeah. <laughs> I keep moving I my window. Reading another one here from, um, what troubles me most is how people have not been aware for the importance of free software for their privacy in spite of the revelations of Mr. Snowden, surveillance of citizens, of companies, and even of politicians, white people still don't care for their privacy, and how could we raise more awareness for this? And then after we do raise awareness about privacy, then people will be ready to adopt free software solutions. They'll start seeking for free software, free software not the opposite. I see a reference to a term that I'm intrigued by. Um, I think it's digital ring fencing. Is that what it says? I would love to hear um, a, a, a definition of what that means. Sorry, that was me. What can you explain? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not an expert on this. I'm just very at the moment. Uh, well, I've been. Um, I sort of learned about free software about a year ago, um, and I've been desperately trying to get my friends and family to switch to sort of free platforms, uh, different things, not WhatsApp, not Facebook, these sorts of things. Um, and yeah, I've been reading about this like idea of digital ring fencing. So when Facebook started, it had. Uh, like an open chat protocol, so you could not use Facebook. Um, still communicate to friends on it, um, but when it became big enough that everyone was using it, the messenger chat project they removed this ability. So they sort of got everyone in and then closed the so-called digital ring fence um, mm. because you have that critical mass of people. So at that, it's fine to keep everyone in because you're not what well, everyone's their friends on there. That's interesting. Yeah, thanks for that. Thanks um, for that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that they, they were using XMPP. The same was true for Google. And then there was a point where they, they, they started shutting all that down. And so you used to be able to use, uh, if you're familiar with the free software, Pigeon chat mm -hmm. software to connect to all the XMPP networks and you could talk to people who were on Facebook and, and yeah. Google and, and, 
And then they did away with all that. They went their own way. Yeah, exactly. I actually figured it out because I was trying to connect through Pigeon to Facebook chat and then finally figured out that it wasn't possible. <laughs> wow. Can you hear me? Yes, can hear you. Hamon, humans, whatever you prefer. Ah. Uh, I, I, I think I can answer my own question in purple here. Uh, maybe we could uh, connect uh, the, the importance of privacy uh, with, uh, with maintaining our democracy. Because uh, it is indeed uh, an important matter, taking into account the tremendous consolidation of power uh, by a few entities regarding the control of the information system and as well as uh, of, um, uh, the communication system in the same space and time. That'd be great to add that to the future <laughs> or now, <laughs> wherever you want to have it. That's interesting. So it's connecting uh, so the independence of privacy and democracy. Yeah, yeah. Simply because uh, uh, qualitative experimentation can never occur if you don't have privacy. If you know you are being watched, uh, then you mm -hmm. act differently. It's it's very simple for everyone to understand that. Uh, but uh, one should be must be aware of that in order to start thinking about it. Yes. Thanks. It's interesting on um, this theme about the relationship between privacy and, and democracy. You know, it's one of the 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 tenets of of democracy, at least the U.S. that that votes should be um, the votes are secret, and you know, there, you have privacy in what you're what you choose to vote on. But uh, party affiliation in, in yeah. many states that is when you register to vote you are asked uh, if you want to affiliate with a specific party. In many states, it, that information is made public uh, or it can be requested, uh, including uh, your address and any information that you provided when you registered it as a voter. And so this is the way that, uh, you know, many companies and corporations are able and, and, and these political action groups are able to get access to voter registration like uh, databases. And given like, you know, the basic, the reduction of democracy to a two-party system that happens in the U.S., it pretty much means that, you know, there isn't any privacy about which way you're voting anymore. Uh, you know, some, and, you know, of course, there are some people who, who register with a different political party intentionally to throw off the system, but that's, it, it's limited, the, <laughs> the amount of play this, this thing has. Uh, yeah, uh, if you ask me, the the election system itself in the uh, USA, it's not democratic. Okay, it's a republic, I know, uh, but uh, it can easily be proved uh, with uh, simply game theory that it's, it's not fair. Um, apart from this, uh, apart from uh, the fact that uh, politicians and senators or whatever their votes are con uh, they can be seen by corporations and stuff. Um, there is the, the mat a matter with the privacy of uh, of citizens. 
uh, because when they are totally aware that uh, from what they say in social networks uh, in and in private uh, instant and in, from instant messaging apps uh, if they know that they're being watched uh, they know they, that it can affect uh, their future job their insurance um, then they simply won't express the necessary public opinion or point of view in order to change things and uh, and we we can see a, a, a bad example quote bad example a extreme example of it with uh, in turkey in russia china iran So we have uh, the importance of privacy for politicians and the importance of the privacy of citizens uh, for our democracy to be maintained and to be fair. Because the, the greater the digitalization of our world, even nothing changes in, in, in the legal system towards the, the, the worst, then the greatest the consolidation of their power so we have to build two initiatives one for citizens the privacy of citizens and one for politicians or uh, or even corporations because they are not all corporations bad or companies bad of course some they try to do good work but they still need their privacy and a different approach in order to in order to raise awareness about it about the importance of privacy for democracy Thanks. Thanks for that. I'm just seeing, reading more things here on this timeline. Um, I think this 2021 is new, right? The 2021 Badass Encrypted Feminist book launches and the left moves over to that for organizing. <laughs> that, was, that was from a future, uh, previous. Oh, was that from uh, previous? I, I couldn't remember. Yeah, but I, I left it in as because somehow they, the, the previous things got loaded again, but. Gotcha. Right before we uh, started. <laughs> I see another one. Facebook unable to sustain the constant movement campaigns against it finally implodes, leaving it looking a lot like AOL looks now. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because AOL still, well, people still have AOL accounts <laughs> you know, for email. I think yeah. it's sort of interesting. Even if Facebook died today, people would still have Facebook accounts and some people would even use them five yeah. years from now. I feel like when you have something as monumentally huge as Facebook, it takes a long time to die. Yeah. <laughs> Reading some more here. All code funded from taxes will be licensed and at least permissive licenses and have their code available to public. <laughs> Activists gradually shift from centralized proprietary communication apps to Matrix and XMPP. Good thoughts here. There's a lot more focus on the future in this group. Yeah, I like it. Wondering if every has anybody have everybody had a chance to put something on the timeline or at least raise a question or think about the future 
going to make sure folks have had a chance to It's good to see folks thinking about the future here. <laughs> it's helpful. Oh, great. Jan had, definitely Jan had their chance. I know some folks, did. I just want to make sure everybody's had a chance. Or if you haven't, maybe a question, you can also post in the chat if you're uncomfortable speaking. I'm just also trying to look at, I'm looking at both the actual timeline here, see if there's anything else that was added. I'm curious. I, you know, I also noticed what you were saying that we're there's a lot of good stuff for the future, and I'm curious to know from people: um, Are we putting a lot of great stuff in the future because this is what we want, or do we think this is the direction we're going? Do we think that this is the future that's in store for us, and if not, what do we have to do to get there? I'm curious what other what folks think about that. Great question, Jamie. Yeah, great question. What do folks think? Could you please repeat the question? Uh, yeah, I I got sure. the distracted talk. So sure. if you could repeat that, would be great. The question was, um, most of us have been putting things in the future that we want to happen in the future. And my question is, is this the future we're heading towards right now? Or if not, what do we have to do now to get that future that we want? Mm, nice, thanks. That's a tough question. Yeah, I'll think about it. Alright, um, I was just thinking about it. I think for me, I didn't post those future things, but as I look at them, I think, I think this is what we want. But I think we have a lot of work to do <laughs> um, because I don't know if we're really, you know, there, there's this, I know there's a, it's not a struggle, but in our movements, there's not, there's starting to be some awareness, right? Since we've had like these campaigns, like the uh, No Tech for Ice campaign, right? The, the fight against Amazon. Um, but I think there's still a lot of work to do because folks are, you know, and maybe, you know, maybe it's, um, the question is like, we know folks right now in the movements are using the social media platforms really well to reach masses, but maybe not be, they're not really thinking through um, the sort of like, what are the, what, what is the word? Um, what are the impacts of that? In other words, the issues around privacy, the issues around right surveillance um, also could come hand to hand, right? Because your data is out there. So I, you know, I think, we want to go there. I just don't, I don't, 
I think it's we have a lot of work to do. Let's say to convince people <laughs> that you know, uh, you know, it, it, outside of just free software technologists, but um, people in general, and also like the why for free software technologists, like why we want to move in this direction. So I think there's a there's so much work to do. Is what I'm going to say. Uh, Jamie, uh, you mean uh, what we can do with uh, small practical steps towards after we define the future, or we we have a wrong uh, image of what the future will be, so we raise uh, uh, um, awareness about what we should do? I would never dream of limiting anyone to small practical steps. <laughs> Be my guest. Small practical steps are great, but certainly not a limitation. So you, you're afraid that uh, we're missing a bigger picture about the future? So we act based upon a wrong, a wrong assumption of it? I don't think that's true. Uh, oh, I me, think me neither, me neither. Okay, yeah. good. nice. I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to whether people think we have a, uh, this future that we're describing in the bag, so to speak. Like whether, you know, because, you know, the timeline described how the movement really was involved in the internet for a while. And then during the Obama years, we kind of gave it back to corporations. And now we're back on a trend in which we're taking ownership of it again. And you can't know the future. You can't know the future based on knowing the past. It's important to know the past, but you can't know the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm just curious whether this you know, trend toward us taking more ownership of the internet is going to continue, um, or whether it's just another back and forth. And specifically, what what extra steps we need to take now to ensure that we can continue this trend? I think uh, I, I understand it a little more now. Uh, no, I don't think uh, it, uh, it's, it's just a trend. Uh, because, because we've come to a point where it is essential for our own individuality and uh, democracy itself, even in developed countries, uh, we are witnessing a huge attack not just defense, legal defense, etc. Uh, we are experienced, and they they go to the offensive, and that that means that it won't be just a trend. Can you understand it? Yeah, I wonder what other people think. Anyone who who hasn't spoken? Do any of you have ideas or thoughts? Yeah, yeah we'll I would be glad to hear you. I've been listening in to the discussion and, and thinking about it, and it, 
I don't know. I keep I keep circling back to to the idea of a movement not being so much about reaching some specific endpoint and achieving a utopia of all of the goals are achieved and we've got our you know everything is using free software we've got our open society but it's going to perpetually be a process and something to keep in mind all the time and so a movement itself is always a matter of essentially uh scrawling up the steepest slope you can find until you find you know the level plateau where you can regroup and figure out the next direction to go um i mean when we when we talk about trends we've we've even seen that in in the last couple of years nobody expected that we would be having a a conference online right now nobody expected the even the immediate future we have right now looking looking just at for instance the stock price of zoom shows you that nobody saw this and so it's always a matter of keeping that in mind and looking for what the best path forward will be from where you are um, at any moment. I, I don't know. That's, I guess, what I've been thinking at the moment. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Derek, for that. I, I mean, I think I, I, I think about that too, but because I, I feel like, yeah, as as we're moving forward, there's always like these. We always have to reassess. <laughs> Right, based on where we are in the political moment or even the environmental moment, right? What's happening in our, our global world, global climate change, global politics, and reassessing, right? But sort of having that, you know, wanting to, that, that common goal of like democracy, of liberation, of what that all means to us. And then how, what are those things we need to do to achieve that? So it is a constant reassess because I see that technology is, is I, it's a slippery, right? Cause it's constantly changing quickly. Um, and it's like, we don't always want to just be reacting but we want to be proactive. So this, uh, this constant reevaluating, reassessing, it is a state, you know, it's just something that it's a process. So yeah, I, I, I like thinking that way too. It's really important, guys, to always remember that this is not in our hands. It's just, I think Derek was saying, who, who was saying it? Was it you, Derek? Saying uh, that, yeah, that was, that was yeah, me. <laughs> these, these changes occur, but at the meta level, that's the case. There is no question the world is collapsing. And the sustainability of the human race is really in question here. Whether we actually survive as a human race. That's no exaggeration. Um, you don't see it quite as much in the United States, although you do see it to a state. But the, in other places in the world, it's impossible to live in certain sections of the world. Uh, that's why you have these massive migrations going on. Massive migrations of people, they can't sustain themselves where they live because the system is breaking down the world is breaking down so there's this pressure on us you know in the revolutionary movement we say there's one you know we can we have the option to just sit back and the entire system capitalism the entire system will just collapse do our work for us the only problem is we won't be around to see it because when it as it's collapsing it'll kill us all and so, you know, you got to view 
these movements, these movements for fundamental change as not something trying to destroy a society or destroy a system. They're, they are an attempt to save the human race as the system destroys itself. And, you know, that's how I see the, the, the whole question of change. It's a necessity, a desperate necessity, and always a struggle. However, there is no guarantee that, I mean, I think that Jamie's point is very important. There's no guarantee that we win this. There never has been. Um, there's no formula that we have for winning. There never has been. We're doing things uh, as, as they develop. We have tried as hard as we can to develop some general kind of strategy. The big problem in the United States is we have almost no unity among the forces in our movement. They're generally, they're unified. They all agree to say, but there's no unity of action or any of that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, certainly when you don't have unity of action, you don't have a framework for thinking about the future. Um, and so, you know, I just, I'll say one more thing about the internet itself. The internet and technology is a glimpse uh, of what humanity can do. Because there is so much collaboration involved in building the technology, in doing the software, etc., and in the internet itself. If you think about it, what makes the internet work, uh, the 4.5, estimated 4.5 billion people who are on the internet, that is the internet. That's an enormous collaboration. If you could translate that into other areas of human endeavor, think about the world that you could build. Um, so, I mean, you know, that's just uh, uh, off, the top of my, off the top of my head thinking about that. Anyway, it was a very interesting conversation, so I appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Alfredo, for also putting that frame on it. Um, the, uh, you know, because I, I think you, you talk about it a lot, like what... You know, technology can be really used to to save this world, to save the human race, right? Uh, and and trying to always to think about it in that way, um, in that kind of bigger kind of frame. But also knowing there is no assurances, right? We have no assurances that we could win all this. But if we could learn from this, also learn what it took, the way people have collaborated and built things for for good. Um, how do we continue that? And what is that, right? That's a, that's a check we always have to check. We have to check based on where we are, the way I see it, like in the moment, where we are and where we think the moment is going, which is why we like to do the visioning piece. So um, thank you for putting that back into the frame <laughs> about what is it we're really, what is the big thing, right? The big thing is, um, you know, what that like this planet, the human race. I mean, I, I think about that, and then uh, then also the relationship of technology and people and what people are doing and movements. Thank you for that. Um, we have like a few more minutes uh, before we'll close here. I just want to see if folks have any lasting questions, uh, any kind of things we're missing. Maybe a question we haven't asked, um, or anything else you want to share uh, based on these conversations. It's been great conversation so far, but. 
and again, I'll open it up also for uh, anybody, any of the speakers can also speak as well. But I just want to open up for the last few minutes here before we wrap. Uh, ahead, I Jaime. think, uh, sorry. Jaime, but who's speaking? Please, Jaime, proceed. Uh, okay, uh, and then we'll go. We'll, we'll go back to you. Yes. Um, so something when I think about you know what is it that we need to do to see that that future and and in light of uh, the things Alfredo is sharing with us that that kind of wider vision of what needs to be done. Um, when I think specifically about um, the free software movement, uh, the Libre Planet community, free software foundation community. I think uh, something I'd really like to see is 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 more, and I'm not saying there hasn't been, but I'd like to see you know more collaboration between the free software movement and and other liberatory movements, uh, progressive movements, uh, fighting for change, uh, for democracy, uh, and trying to preserve the environment, fighting for the rights of people. Uh, I think that kind of interaction is really important because what we've seen is that technology is not neutral. And you know, even with things like free software, we've seen um, its enormous potential to support our movements. But also, um, we've seen that when it's treated neutrally, and 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 certain things, you know, aspects of of the definition of free software itself has allowed for you know these huge. Uh, corporate companies who are violating user privacy everywhere have really built their enterprises on free software and they've been able to usurp that, you know, and that's, you know, maybe it, it, there's things that can be adjusted to account for that, but in general, it's something that we need to talk about and we need to face, right? You know, it is how um, the technology, even the technology that we helped develop, even technology that we thought that we were developing in, in a framework, uh, that would increase user freedom. Uh, this isn't neutral and depends on who's using it and how they use it and things can backfire. So I feel like that's something I'd like to see these communities talk more about. I'd like to see them engage more with other uh, liberatory movements. I'd like to, you know, to continue that conversation. Thanks. Thanks, Jaime. And then I think humans, you wanted to say something next? Uh, yes. Uh... I think uh, Mr. Alfredo's statement partially answers uh, Mr. Jamie's concern about uh, about the future. Uh, since it's a matter of human survival, uh, no, it won't be just a trend. Thanks, it can't. It can't be. It can't be. Or I won't let it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Right. Right. All right. Anybody else? We have like three more minutes, and then we'll be wrapping. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just wanted to chime in, if possible, a little yes, bit. Yes, please, Bandali. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I'm. You know, super lucky and grateful that I got the chance to quote unquote be a monitor of this room. And, you know, I've been very inspired. And so I'm very thankful to be here. Um, and thank you all for all, all you do. Um, in terms of something that just came up recently um, that Jaime mentioned, I believe, in terms of 
you know, a lot of different corporations building, you know, these um, <clears throat> vast empires in like at least partially on free software. Um, and, you know, of course, there's a discussion to be had on the, you know, people side of things and uh, advocacy and like campaigning. Um, but also, I think another interesting sort of tool in the toolbox might be using like, you know, copyleft and strong copyleft licenses. Um, you know, that's something that I think I've noticed is that a lot of big corps who are into quote unquote open source is that they very much, you know, advocate more lax licenses, weaker licenses. Um, and they say, oh, they we love open source and blah, blah, blah. But then, <laughs> as you know, they sort of build their empire on that and then they don't really share much back. So I think, you know, a very effective thing potentially to do could be to do more advocacy around um, copyleft licenses like GPL or the AGPL, where it really sort of forces <clears throat> everyone to to play nice and to you know share share back what they're what they're using. Um, that might be, I think, that could potentially um, help address at least some of the challenges or issues in this regard. Hey. Thanks, Benzali, for sharing, and we're really glad you're here. And thank you for moderating as well for helping helping us out. I wanted to see if there's any last um, last minute comments from the from Jamie, Jaime, or Alfredo before we wrap. We're good. That was a wave. Jaime, I can't see you. So, Jaime, anything else that? No, nothing else from. Great. Well. I want to thank everybody for being here and participating and uh, and adding things on the uh, this this timeline. This timeline we will share out. Um, uh, it's here. We'll have it. We'll make sure Jaime will save that link for this one or save the copy of this. Again, you can look for us on the uh, progressivetech.org or mayfirst.coop. And the timeline is also, the slide deck is also, will be available. Um, thank you again for everybody. Thanks for asking us. Um, and uh, we'll see you around and enjoy the rest of the conference. Thanks, everybody. Bye, all. Thanks, Bandali. Thank you. Have a nice day, too. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone.